Hello, hello, Coffee with Judy. Super excited. Coffee is brewing. Um, actually, I had earlier an iced coffee with a little bit of caramel, but I'm going to cheat a little more because I, I like my warm coffee. But while that's brewing, I hope you guys are getting your coffee ready because we got some other things to talk about. It is amazing the things that come to my heart and I just know God is just sending them to me because it's conversation that needs to be had and sometimes we just don't get it in the places that we should get it. So you know what? I've decided I want to talk with my friends. I want to talk with a lot of people out there and let them know my humble opinion and um your humble opinion is welcome give me comments send me messages however you feel comfortable with well i just want to tell you guys what we're going to talk about today is amazing you guys i'm sure you have heard when people say misery likes company yes that is going to be the title of today Misery likes company. That is an awful thing, but it's so true. Let me give you a perfect example. You know, a lot of like, like you guys know, I love to talk to everybody and ask questions before I get on here because, you know, I want to let you guys know that I know what I'm talking about, not only through my own experiences, but for other people's experiences. And everybody says the same thing. People that are in misery will smile in your face but want to see you in the gutter as well so if they're not happy they feel like why should you be happy if i'm not happy then you shouldn't be happy is their attitude and today i would like to talk about some people that you should really kind of clean out of your life and the people that you should keep there and once again, it's my humble opinion, but also my experiences of life. Let me give you a perfect scenario, but I just have to have a little bit of my coffee to do this. Mm, that iced coffee is so good. Well, let me tell you guys something. As I was discussing with other people, a lot of different scenarios in people's lives where, let's say an, an example, uh, a young lady was telling me that when she was young and she was a cheerleader, you know, she had like seven good cheerleader friends. But every time they did a competition, let's say they had to wear white and blue just to give you a color. But that day they would tell her it's white and green. So she always looked like the ugly duckling, right? The, the, the one that didn't look like she was part of the team. Because what it was is... Some of the girls in the group really didn't like her because everybody kept telling her, you're doing really good. Your cheers are great. They're on point. Your dance is awesome. And for a while, she would cry and suffer. She was getting bullied and she had no idea she was getting bullied. Till a close friend said to her, I believe that these girls are so miserable because they're not exceeding like you are in your dance and etc. and everything that she did. But instead of embracing and telling her, wow, I'm real proud of you and that's awesome because she's part of a team, they would try to bring her down. So they would make her look bad all the time. And I'm like, oh my God, that is awful. And that is exactly what misery likes company means. They're so miserable in their own lives and they have so much toxicity that they can't stand for someone to be happy. 
Well, I'm going to give you a scenario. I was speaking to a young man about this. He was going to get a new job and he goes and gets the job. And they tell him, wow, your resume is awesome. You did really good. Um, this is great. But someone in the office got jealous because they wanted their friend to come into the office. But he did not understand that. He didn't understand that, that this woman was so miserable in her own life. And she hated the fact that this young man was exceeding. And the people that he worked with and the bosses really liked him. And they were just like making excuses. Oh, he didn't file where he needed to file. He left the alarm on and it went off last night. The coffee maker got left on. And just so many things was going on. And he couldn't understand it because he was the kind of young man that wherever he went, he was welcome. And once again, misery likes company. She was so miserable that the guy that she wanted to bring in was actually her nephew. So, you know, she was going to make his job, the young man that was there, miserable because she was miserable as well. Because a good-hearted person, a person that knows who they are, stand in their own truth, is not going to do that. Okay? So that was sad, but he figured it out what was going on because someone in the office told them, told him what was going on. She wanted her nephew and you just stepped in the plate and whatever. And, you know, awesome. He's doing good at the job, but it was sad that he had to go through that. Right. So let me give you another scenario. <clears throat> There's a young woman that has a family, she's married and has children, and uh, she moves into a new neighborhood. And she becomes one of the parents that worked a lot in, in the school as a volunteer to be close to uh, her children. Because uh, she wanted them to know that, you know, hey, even though dad goes to work, mom is close by and I'll be there for you, etc., etc. So she gets involved with the school. And it was great because both kids would see her every day and wave and they felt comfortable. They were very uh, tight knit family. And the mother meets one of the assistant teachers and this teacher befriends her as they become friends. Um, they uh, started to go out. They had lunch together. She had children. This lady has children. So they all, you know, do mommy and kids day at the park. Um, then they introduced the husbands and they became friends. And it was one big happy family all around. But she was miserable in her own home. She was miserable in her own life. And she didn't understand why this other woman was happy because actually she had a lot of adversities going on in her life at that moment. Uh, children that were sick, family that had situations, you know, it wasn't hunky dory all the time, sunshine coming out of the window, but she uh, was a woman of faith and she continued to keep that sunshine in her face and no one ever knew that she was going through adversities. So this other woman was a little bit bothered with that. So she started to tell her things that she did in her private life that this other woman was not uh, happy with or agreeable with. 
And she said to her, look, you know, that's not the way I roll. I don't think that uh, I need to know certain things that you do or don't do because it can affect me emotionally. And I think it's going to create a wedge in between our friendship because she knew better. But the girl, you know, was miserable. And she couldn't understand why this woman was walking around with sunshine in her face. But why? A woman of faith. And she believed that everything that she did, God was in control and she was going to be okay. But this other woman, unfortunately, didn't have that relationship with God. She didn't believe in herself. She didn't believe in her marriage. She didn't believe in her own children. And that just went on and on and on. And unfortunately, she created a wedge between the other woman and her husband. <clears throat> so when that started to happen um, and the argument started to happen with this couple, it was because she would make her own opinions. An example, the husband used to do her feet. You know how us women, we go to the Chinese place or we go to a nail and a salon place and we get our nails done and our feet done, etc. And he said, you know, why go there? I can do it better. And she was happy because she saved money and it was time for her and her husband to connect. And it was a, a time for them to conversate what he was doing, her feet, etc. Everything was great. But one day... That friend came over to the house and saw that he was doing that. And she says to the lady, hey, your husband does your feet too? Oh my God. He goes to work and he comes home. He's always playing with the kids. He's not complaining. You're a little older than him. And he acts like you're like the last Coca-Cola in the world. And he does your feet? Seriously? And the lady realized, hmm, that, that wasn't a nice thing to say in how she said it. But unfortunately, she didn't really read into what was really going on. She was totally miserable with her life. Now, let me tell you people, when someone is miserable and they're sad and they've gone through traumas in their lives... Sometimes they, they bring that energy into your relationship. And I'm going to tell you, you guys have to be real careful with the friends you hang around with, with the people you socialize with, with the people that you bring to your home or around your children and spouse, because they can destroy your family. They can destroy your world just by two or three words or two or three actions. Misery likes company. People that are miserable don't want to be miserable alone. People that are sad don't want to be sad alone. Okay, haven't you noticed when sometimes a friend will call you and they're like, oh my God, I had such a rough day at work and it's, everything is so terrible and I can't stand my life and they just go on and you're like, you know, you're that person that, you know, hey, everything's going to be okay. God loves you. Your family loves you. And you start saying positive things because that's what you really feel. And they'll turn around and tell you, seriously? Now, mind you, everybody's feeling is validated. There's going to be days that you're going to feel like that. And there's going to be days that you're going to be upbeat. I get that. 
Because I have days that sometimes I just don't want to get out of bed. And there's days I just can't wait to get out of bed. And I'm up at five o'clock and I'm like ready to go. Like if I ate a canary, like I'm all over the place. But when you have somebody that doesn't believe in love, in marriage, their children, a best friend, the integrity of a friend, the honor of having a friend, the respect that someone else's marriage should have or honor, then that's when you have to have that red flag splash you in the face and go, do, 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 oh, oh, something's going on. You got to listen. As some people call it their gut. Some people say intuition. Some people say their spirit. Whatever works for you, you need to listen. When that little person inside of you says, mm, watch yourself. Don't open the door all the way. You need to listen to that because it can create chaos in your life. Misery likes company. So this woman tried to help this friend. She tried to get her to get help. She tried to get her to go and, and talk to the family, talk to her husband, talk to a therapist. She did not want nothing to do with it. But people were telling her, you got to watch yourself with her. Uh, something's not right and she's going to destroy your family because you have harmony, you have peace in your house. And, you know, the lady said, well, look, nothing's perfect. My marriage is not perfect. My home is not perfect. Sometimes it can be a little chaotic, but you're right. I do have a sense of peace right now, so I need to take care of that. Had she listened, had she listened, she wouldn't be divorced today. That supposedly friend started to make excuses by, oh, listen, can you ask your husband to do me a favor? Can he come over? Because I got a flat tire. And then the next day it was like, look, I just got out of work. I'm going to come by because I really didn't want to go home. I don't want to deal with the, with the chaotic situation in my house now. I'm going to come with my kids. I'm going to order pizza. She would come over, she would bring the pizza, and then she would say, oh, you know what, can I go with your husband to the auto zone around the corner because you know what, I need to do something with my car. And the friend trusted the husband, and the friend trusts her friend. So, what I'm trying to say here, if you guys know where I'm going, there's certain things that you don't allow. There's certain things that you shouldn't allow. Um, first of all, Friends are your friends when they need something. Not all the time because I, God has blessed me with good friends. In the last few years of my life, God has blessed me with great friends. I have a friend today that she's been my friend over 30 years and she's like my sister. So when I look at that and I look at this other scenario and I say to myself, wow, what happened there? Sometimes we're so desperate to have people in our lives because we feel lonely for whatever reason. We invite the wrong one. Listen, when you're going to have people in your home, in your kingdom, you need to interview them. 
I 100% believe that. You need to interview them. You need to know who they are, where they come from, you know, what they've done in the past. Because you need to know who you bring around your children, who you bring around your home, who you bring around your spouse, who you bring around your world. Because people can bring their bad energy into your home and destroy what you've built. And when I say bad energy, I'm trying to say bad thoughts, bad habits with their conduct, how they talk, what they do, how they speak to their children. Your children can see that and go, oh, wow, that's the way parents out there speak to their kids, although my parents don't. You know, sometimes we think that our home is so perfect because you speak to your kids a certain way and they understand what's good, but then you bring toxicity in the middle of your home. This woman says, I brought the devil in a skirt in the middle of my home because I needed a friend desperately. So I ask you, what was going on in her life that she was so desperate that she needed that kind of friend, that she was blinded by who she really was and what she was bringing into your home? Misery likes company. You would never see a miserable person be with another miserable person. No, miserable people make good people that are happy and have sunshine all around them come down. I believe they they feel some kind of entitlement or they feel good like, you know, I'm going to bring them down because I deserve more than them. So they shouldn't be up there. They shouldn't be happy. They shouldn't be successful. I need to bring them down. Misery likes company. So when this woman realized what was happening in her home, listen to this. She tells the same lady that is actually having an affair with her husband that she did not know. They're in the same committee in school. All the parents, teachers, everybody knew her husband was having an affair with this woman And they're all asking themselves, can't she realize what's going on in her home? But nobody said anything. Nobody talked. People were like, "Uh, if she's blind, I don't want to get in it and, and tell her. Or maybe she's okay with it. They were like scared to go and approach her and say, do you know that your husband is having an affair with your friend? The worst part about it is all the children were real good friends. And the husbands were friends. So that brings down a conclusion. I I, kind of analyzed everything and it brings down the conclusion that you have to watch your home as much as you watch your money. You know how a lot of people make their money and their jewelry and their clothes and their car, their God. I I know people that take care of their car more than they do their husband or wife. I know people that think that making money, you know, you gotta, I gotta make money. I gotta make money. I gotta be successful. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. And a thousand things are going on in their home and they don't see it. And there's some people like this woman There was just a nice lady that wanted a friend, 
because she moved in a new area, had nobody up here, and she picked the wrong one. The red flags were there and it was ignored. People were telling her, even the, the, the people that were working in her house were telling her, be careful with this person. She's coming with bad intention. And she didn't want to listen because she was afraid to deal with the truth. So people, I'm going to tell you something. If you have toxic people in your life, like family or friends or people that want to come and, and, and basically want what you have, they are signs out there. You know, if you have a friend that tells you, wow, your husband's lips are, are nice. They're nice and rosy. Or your husband wears a nice pair of jeans and it looks really good on him. And she tells you, wow, he really looks hot in those jeans. Uh, hello, red flag, red flag, red flag. When you have somebody tell you, wow, every time I see your wife and her beautiful hair, I, I, I just, I get goosebumps, red flag. A real friend would not say that. A friend would say, you know what? Wow, those jeans look nice. You know what? I'm going to buy some for my husband. They look good. Wow, your husband looks great. He's lost a little weight. There's nothing wrong with that. Or, wow, you know what? Your wife looks good. You better take care of her. Make a little joke. That's nothing wrong with that. But if someone is saying things to you that you're feeling uncomfortable, listen to that little person inside of you and tells you, Mm, something is going on. Well, just to let you know and to finish the story, they had an affair. And what was so cynical about the woman was when the friend tells her, I think my husband is having an affair and he's been such a good man to me and my children and to my oldest son that it's not his I don't get it. I don't know what has happened. Maybe it's me. Maybe I gained weight. Maybe I this. And she started just to bring up all kinds of things. She was so cynical. She said, this is the way you catch him. Check out his credit cards. Check out uh, his phone. Look in his wallet. And you're going to find out who it is. So the man leaves the house, never tells the wife, I'm leaving you for someone else. Never tells the children that he's really leaving and never coming back. And then she gets a divorce notice a month later. Oh, are you so-and-so? Well, guess what? This is, uh, you're being served with the dissolution of marriage. That's how she found out she was getting divorced. So the friend comes by the house and says to her, how are you doing? How are you holding up? And she's crying and deep and, and crying into the, <laughs> the shoulders of the devil with a skirt. And all the time it was her. And she found out when they went to court and she was there to hold his hand. So that's a sad story. But you learn from the sad stories. And what's so awesome is now she's great with her ex-husband. They have a wonderful relationship with the children. They, felt, they both felt bad because they realized they brought toxicity into the home. As she said, she brought someone that was basically the devil in a skirt. And he realized he fell like Adam did, right? He ate the apple and messed up his life. But now everything is good and they both learned from it. 
And my opinion is to let you guys know, listen, I, I told this story because I need you guys to respect and honor your home, love yourselves and respect and honor your intuition, respect and honor who you are. Listen, look at the red signs, look at the red little flags that tell you, Hey, something's not right. Don't be afraid to let people know, you know what? I'm going to let you come close to us up to this level. You cannot pass this line because you know what? My family needs to be respected and honored. That happens to a lot of people. People get afraid to tell other people, hey, you're getting a little bit too close. And that's what happened to her. You know, whatever she needed, that emptiness, she relied on someone that she did not properly interview. And, and it sounds funny to say that, but yes, you do have to interview people that are going to get close to you. Misery likes company and you don't want that in your life. You don't want people to come around you and think it's okay. Well, I'm miserable. Then you're going to be miserable, you know, and the signs are easy. When someone tells you to come out of your comfort zone, tells you to do things that your, your integrity, that it's inside of you, that God built inside of you is telling you, Mm, something's not right. This is not the kind of person that I am. They are saying things or they're doing things with their actions and you're not comfortable. Don't be afraid to walk away. Sometimes we have to walk away from our friends. Sometimes we've got to walk away from our neighbors and even a family member. So you know what? I never want you guys to ever have to say, Wow, misery really likes company because it walked right into my home. So guys, I'm super excited. Can't wait for the next podcast. Thank you for listening. All the comments are welcomed, positive, preferably. But you know what? Share, share, share. Because sometimes these things people don't want to talk about, but you have to. Okay? Have a great week. Bless.